What? <clears throat> that sounded moist. Moist! I don't like that word. Moist. You got poo on your Jesus. laptop. <laughs> Slam! <laughs> I hate this door! I Fuck salt! <laughs> Fuck doors. Fuck doors. Well, Fuck don't. Doors. They wouldn't be very enjoyable. intro it's like an invisible bicycle except non-tangible it makes it so much harder for us to guess what to actually come in <laughs> i i can see it so i know and to come in. No. but what if i want to come in first whoa <laughs> whoa yeah i know this I'm is a- rated pg there are some people ah! <laughs> i mean <laughs> no, i don't know I, again I, parents get your kids away from <laughs> 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 uh, i mean some people like sloppy seconds more the law <laughs> right, so uh, I'm Vox. I'm Roland. I'm a Doom. And I'm Tal. No. Or am I? Are you really though? Actually, I'm angry. That's what I am. But we'll get you there. are we'll always get there. you are always angry. Roland isn't gonna like this topic. I just realized we haven't warned him in advance. No, I was. <laughs> Welcome to your advance warning. Okay. Don't worry. We've got uh, some. We got some funny shit to balance it out. So we're no, good. No, no. I'm. I'm legitimately concerned. No, it's okay. Don't worry. No, about it's it. not. <laughs> but I, uh, I've had enough of your ramblings today. Uh, but uh, so there's not a lot going on with me today. Um, I have diet coke with lime, or rather, diet Pepsi with lime. In a coke in glass. a coke glass, which makes me feel just all kinds of sacrilegious. <laughs> for for some reason, in my brain, when you went to go say diet, I thought you were going to say diabetes. In, in my brain, it was just glass. like I have diabetes in a glass. <laughs> and my brain was like, "No, that's not what he's saying." I actually don't have diabetes. I just got. I just had that checked not long ago. <laughs> I don't have the diabetes. Yeah, turns out I don't. Which is, that's, I mean, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. It is a good thing. Oh, God, I tipped over the poop. Do you have one of those internal clocks? Like, they have, like, a, you know, 312 days without an accident. But it's like, you know, (laughs) it's like 2,567 days without Betis. Yeah. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Oh, and for those of you who aren't watching, uh, you're going to hear us mention the poop. Uh, (laughs) Tell about a fucking poop emoji pillow. You're holding poop. It's a poop emoji pillow. <laughs> You're trying to grab I, it from the clean end <laughs> that I purchased. It's, so it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I I, I bought it from the fucking gas station yeah from a, of from a... all places so so what you're saying is an impulse poop yeah it was an impulse poop <laughs> those are the worst <laughs> just you walk into a joint and it's like suddenly poop 
I need to have this. <laughs> I'm gonna go have a poop. Oh, <laughs> can I have this poop? Is this poop for sale? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today uh, apparently is a special day for us. Yeah, I didn't know about until I got here, and Tal informed me about it. Uh, it is March 24th. It is March uh-huh, 24th, uh-huh. which for those of well, nobody knows. Okay, nobody <laughs> knows this fact, but uh, six years ago to the day we released our first episode of yeah. Unfurled, our first mistake, hmm. our very very first one. That is when episode zero came out. Uh, we actually started our Twitter account two days ago. Um, so there's that. Two days ago and six years. Yeah, two days and six years ago. Uh, but yeah. That so, is today. Happy birthday, Unfurled. Yay. Happy sixth birthday. <laughs> We've been doing this for this six many. fucking years. Yeah, and, it's it's a long time. And we've had well, that fucking task cam since the beginning, I mean, too. I mean, four if you count our hiatuses. Yeah, there is that. That is... <laughs> that yeah, is still, a it's significant... a long time to have been doing anything. It was, oh, hi- yes. it was hibernating yeah. for a very significant portion of its life. It actually came back, which many people did not believe it would do um we we weren't sure it would do that yeah <laughs> i'm still actually surprised that anybody actually listens to this yeah well <laughs> like, and, like as i was pointing out to tal we're almost at 30 episodes almost yep which, which puts us actually at almost 100 almost 100 epi- episodes not that you can listen to anything other than the most recent 30 yeah but uh we did uh we did change that uh uh to, well yeah we're going to have to celebrate when we get to episode zero. That'll be another we will. year away. But Yeah, but still, that'll be a good landmark for us. Uh, and then we can go on hiatus again. No. <laughs> well, no, when we get to episode zero, what we're going to need to do is do what we did for the uh, April Fool's joke. <laughs> and just one. have different people come just sit down and call start in talking. four poor fucks to sit down at the table and be like, all right. By four, by four poor fucks, you mean our viewers, right? <laughs> <laughs> you remember what Just happened last time, right? Oh, God. I had, th- th- there was nothing to feel sorry for them about. <laughs> it was everyone else. It was uh, so yeah. good. Watching the chat as that was happening was oh, gratifying. Like, what the fuck is going on? And we're just off it, in the side going. <laughs> the, the amount of please stop this <laughs> that went on. Because uh, we live streamed that too, didn't we? we did. Yes, it yes, was, we did. Oh, my God. God. Who, who was it? It was Kit. It was Matt Panther. Uh, I think Morg. And Morg? Yeah, something like yeah. that. And, oh, that was so good. It was good. We will see about a return of the inverse I, unfurled cast, maybe. That, that is one of those episodes that I think needs to get like re-released on like a special DVD form. Maybe to our patrons. <laughs> maybe we'll just release that episode to our patrons so that they can yep. uh, enjoy we'll, it. We'll call it enjoy. I don't know, I don't know if enjoy but... is really the word suffer through experience really it's really more of a memorial <laughs> we'll, we'll call it an experience the unfurled experience it'd be, it'd be the unfurled understudy experience <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfurled understudy oh. that would be amazing uh you you're now my understudy <laughs> right uh, amazing yeah amazing well what, what else is going on with people 
Not not a ton for me. It's been a lot of work. I've been playing the division. I mean, my life is basically the division. Antisocial and the division. Division. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the division. The division. Luckily, the division. most of the people I know got it on PC, so yep. I can actually play with them. Uh, if I, I had... don't have your thing on my thing, I don't Whoa. have it yet. Oh well, then Wait, you didn't, didn't you just it. say I can play with them? I am <laughs> able to. You said you got it <laughs> on PC. No, I said uh, almost everyone I know got it on PC, so I can play with them if I want to. Yeah. The implication uh, was that if I it, so okay. choose, <laughs> if I choose to purchase this if game, if you grace which, them with your presence, which uh, chances are I'm going to buy it. Um, I, I choose you, Division Two. Uh, maybe I don't know. I've been like I was looking at it, and from some of the reviews I read, I was like, do I just wait till this? pack is out that everyone's talking about or should i just play it now but i figure if i wait what's going to end up happening is i'm going to be sitting there at level one everyone else is going to be max yeah. level and mm-hmm. i'm just i'm going to be like can you run me through things and then they're going to be like that's not how division works because since i'm at higher level you're just going to die that is all the time too. the the mixed level matching is bad yeah it's bad it, it's, it's from what i understand it just averages out your level yeah. And so if I'm if, partied with like four level, what's the max? 30? 30. But here's the thing is there's still a max for the zone. Okay. But it doesn't matter. You're going to get screwed anyway. Yeah. So if I'm part of like, like, like four you, level 30 people and I'm at level one, then yeah. everyone's going to be at like ev- like level 25 <laughs> everything. You'll literally have to be carried through everything yeah. is the problem. And that's not really fun. You get totally shit smashed. I'll just write a bot to follow people while they level <laughs> me up. <laughs> Just hide behind everything until everything's dead and then yeah. pop out and go collect your loot. <laughs> Just hide behind crates. Uh, uh, my special ability is to hide where no one can find me. Yep. And earn experience in the background. Um <sighs> so I guess new stuff. Friday I got my chest tattooed. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. you were gonna do that. Yeah, it was What what's it of? fucking awesome things <laughs> uh it's a big it's a big dirty gross uh shrunken head with uh uh with a halo of teeth around it nice holding a gross bloody bone in its mouth uh, nice oh, it's really it's fucking, cool. it's, I've, I've heard work has been quite the challenge for you Actually, it hasn't been too bad. Oh, really? Surprisingly enough. With like the shirt brushing up against your chest all the time? No, the worst actually is the equipment that I've all, I always sling over my chest. Because the equipment <laughs> likes to yeah. sway. And I'm just like, so I put it on my one arm. But then when I have to carry like four other bags of equipment to certain oh. to certain situations, I'm like, where this piece of equipment is normally across my chest and it's fine. But on the one arm, I'm like... Trying to hold open the door and cut, yeah. like people just don't. It's that awkward moment where you know they're like it, go to open the door, but you kind of have it, so they leave it alone. But then you're like using the bags to bounce the door off, so you could actually get in. When you're in that state of perpetually almost dropping it, yeah, just constantly. It's it's you, not. You can make it, but it's like it's it's like. Constantly being in that singular moment when you tip your chair just a little too far back. <laughs> it's uh, it's not a good idea to drop that piece of equipment no, either because it's no. $6,000. Oh, my God. So it's, uh, yeah, no, you want to take care of that. Yep. <laughs> it's it's definitely a uh, across-the-chest kind of piece of equipment. <laughs> yeah. 
He shouldn't be like using it as a basketball or <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so what did we want to start with with the news? There's the angry news, and then there's the not angry news. I, think, I mean, if we get the angry thing done now, it's all good news till the end of the show. Yeah, let's do that. It's smooth sailing. Yeah. So I actually didn't know about this until just today when uh, one of our, well, no, one of, we only have one. So when our segment person car uh, notified me that this was a thing that was going on like right now. And, um, so there's this guy, like just for people who don't know, there's this guy, uh, Gian, Gian, J-I-A-N. I don't know how to pronounce that. Wyan? Juan. Juan. Uh, anyway, uh, Gian uh, Gomeshi. Um, he was a, he, he worked for the CBC. He was a radio broadcaster for them. He worked for them for like 10 fucking years, uh, up until about uh, 2000 ish. Um, and like a musician, like he's, you know, kind of a big deal in the radio back then. I don't remember him. Um, I mean, I didn't listen to the radio and I was like fucking 10 years old when he was doing his thing. Um, but a while ago, uh, there were, uh, three, three women stepped forward saying that he had assaulted them, uh, hit them, choked them, um, slapped them. And, uh, it was all like during sex, apparently. Um, pretty serious. Yeah. Rough sex and not a good kind either. Like the Holy, Holy God, you're hurting me. Stop kind. Um, so they pressed charges and it went to court and these are pretty serious fucking allegations too. Um, and what ended up happening is like what almost always happens is that the second there's a high profile case like this, where there's a dude who is like everybody pretty much just goes, yep, that dude's a fuckwad and, you know, open and shut. Let's just throw him in jail. There's always a big rallying cry uh from certain communities uh about the whole you know supporting victims and it kind of just it does bring up this conversation about uh the kind of violence women face in society and how we should approach that and stuff which that's a good thing you know it's a thing we need to talk about it's definitely important uh but uh the thing i don't like about it is that is the part where everyone just kind of assumes the person's guilty straight out the gate. Doesn't matter what's going on. He's guilty. And the judge's job is now to throw them in jail. Yeah. There is no other possible outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point where like during one of the, like, you know, when they go outside after they're done in court and they stand in front of the podium and they talk to all the reporters and stuff, Mm -hmm. there's actually like a name for that. I found out. Um, but during that, there was actually like this half naked protesting lady covered in body paint that actually like ran up and fucking like knocked the thing over and like was chanting go meshy guilty and all this. And like, yeah, it was like big. Like there was like rallies wow. and protests and shit about how, yeah, the judge's job is not to do a trial. The judge's job is just throw this dude in jail. Let's be done with it. Um, But after all that. As of, as far as I can tell, as of today, the judge found him not guilty. And he was acquitted. Yep. There were some very, very big, important things in this case. And the reason he was found not guilty, part of which being that during the, uh, 
what's it? The thing before the trial where you talk to the discovery. Yeah, no, not discovery. uh, Deposition. Okay. During the deposition and stuff, they had all said they all told their story. And basically every single one of them was, you know, after it happened, we cut contact. I never contacted him again. I hated him. I I felt violated. This was so traumatizing. I couldn't go anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the typical story, which I mean, if it happened, that's understandable. It's a traumatizing experience. Yeah. Terrible thing to happen for sure. But during the trial, it was revealed that at the very least, Two of them kept in contact with them. One of them sending him, you know, dirty picture of her in a bikini. One of them straight up soliciting sex again and saying, and I quote, I really like your hands. Um, and, you know, so not only did they not maintain their like their story didn't hold up because they maintained contact despite saying they didn't. But very obviously was not a you know not a traumatizing thing couldn't have been that traumatizing if you want to happen again yeah yeah Um, it's kind of hard to to hold up that statement yeah and one of them was even uh, one of them was even saying uh you know why like because the judge of course trying to establish you know what's going on he's saying uh stuff like uh, he's at like they're, they're getting questions on things like what the relationship with the, with him was like both before and after it happened because this is the, like that's important right to establish like what's going on whether this holds up and one of them when asked about this was like why does this matter he hit me that's all this is about this isn't about what we did after or before <laughs> like but it's uh, like yeah, but it, it's yeah okay it's entirely about this about everything that happens yeah. not just the one yeah exactly you <laughs> can't like it's kind of like if, you know if you were to get in a fight with somebody and you punch him six times and then he comes up kicks you in the gut really hard and then sends you to the hospital and then you charge him with assault and the judge goes well so what what was happening or, and then you punch him again. And the judge during the trial goes, well, what was happening before this and what happened after? And you go, well, this isn't about that. Yeah. This is a, just about when he kicked me, right? The, you know, there, there can be things outside that kind of change this situation a little bit. Yeah, that'd be like <laughs> stealing something from a convenience store, running outside, running into someone that tries to stop you, stabbing them and running away. And since the store owner called for the theft first, yeah, doesn't matter that he stabbed a guy outside. Yeah. I fucking about- phoned to throw him in jail for so, theft. So, you know, you need to know everything. What's going on before and after? Um, so, yeah, lots of shit didn't hold up. Lots of shit was kind of weird about it. And the judge, like any good judge does in Canada specifically, I don't know if it applies to the States, but in Canada, said, no, this is reasonable doubt. Oh, big time. And yeah. uh, found not guilty. It's what happened after that really pisses me off. So immediately, the judge wasn't even done reading the fucking decision yet. And social media went fucking apeshit. Like nuts. Um, there was a huge, huge cries of people calling this judge, you know, misogynist. Um, you know, white male, all that typical bullshit. Like, um, I'm trying to find some of the examples that they come up. Uh, like, well, somebody said, uh, uh, yeah, t- a total master class and misogynistic, arrogant windbaggery. 
or uh, competitive in the stupidest and most offensive thing ever said category. Like it, it was ridiculous. The amount of just vitriol that came at him. Uh, I'm like, let's see what the, some quotes, uh, aging, shameful, misogynistic, hate filled, victim, blaming, ignorant, abusive, sickening, sickening, brutally vilifying mansplaining privileged white male. Jesus. Yeah. Like, I hope there's a couple of commas in there or something. (laughs) (laughs) And, And this is part of a trend that I really don't like. Like, you know, people were taking a bunch of shit out of context. One of the things that he was talking about was, um, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, one of the quotes from it was, uh, the twists and turns of the complaints, uh, complainants in this trial illustrate the need to be vigilant in avoiding the equally dangerous false assumption that sexual assault complainants are always truthful. Each individual and each unique factual scenario must be assessed according to their own particular circumstances. Yeah, right? absolutely. Right. That That's the whole point of that, the justice system. That yeah. makes sense. You don't just, you know, someone goes, he did this and you go, okay, jail for you. Yeah, you that, know? that makes sense. He yeah. looks like a guy that would do that. Yeah. You know, cause, cause that's not, cause other, you know, when that happens, innocent people go to fucking jail. Yeah. Right. Right. It turns into a, a punishment without actual crime. Yeah. And it, it's just, it, it's so fucking ridiculous. Do these, do these people fucking base their entire, like, especially like the, the SJW community, do they, do they quite literally base their entire existence off of fucking Manitowoc County and fucking just want to Stephen Avery every fucking person on the yeah. planet like you looked at a woman wrong you must be guilty like there's no there's a, again there's no trial there's no there's no yes well, or no it's, it's a fucking concrete it's mob justice it's yeah. tri- it's trial by twitter is yeah. what it is and it like I, I don't know how to fix it but it needs to fucking be fixed it <laughs> needs to go away this social fucking mob justice needs to fucking stop because that's the thing is people st- still are saying that this dude is obviously guilty, right? And, like, one of the things I even heard was that, um, you know, if you weren't guilty, or if you were a good person and somebody who didn't do those things, you wouldn't have these charges levied against you in the first place. Which Which is a terrible, terrible assumption. It's Like, that's a horrible standard to go by. That's how you end up with shit like what happened in the fucking the SVU case or not SVU, uh, that that university that the the Rolling Stone did that entire article on where there is that girl who was allegedly raped. And they ran this story as if it was basically just fact factual that this happened. And it turns out none of it fucking happened. Right. And they had to issue like apologies and shit, but it still ruined this guy's life. Right. Yep. Another one that pissed me off uh, along the same lines as this shit was the, the whole Kesha thing. If you hadn't heard about that, there was this thing where he she was wor- the the producer that she was working with that she had the contract with allegedly had raped her and drugged her and stuff. But total lack of evidence to the point where the words the judge used in the decision were complete and utter lack of evidence. Yeah. Right. Like, and also found not guilty. And then Sony still fired the guy because the Twitter storm afterwards was saying, no, he's obviously guilty. And that, that's what gets, gets me the most is right. Even if this comes up, it it no longer matters about the actual, you know, legal repercussions because it's the social backlash that hits you. Yeah. And that 
I mean, people still react to that more than, yeah. you know, being you're, found innocent. Well, the, you're you're not going to jail, but good luck ever finding a job again. Well, the yeah. fact the fact that just a just a group of anonymous people can basically slap the cuffs on you like it's not even it's it's not even the fucking like almost like the legal system throwing you in jail anymore. It's just fucking society just decides like yeah. a certain large group just decides that yes, you're guilty. And you know what? From one from one perspective, I can I can understand sometimes where people come from when like an insurmountable amount of evidence is all pointing. But like again though, like if somebody were to read that, you know, the Rolling Stone article, not that you should you should always, you know, check your facts and stuff, but sometimes that's not possible, right? Yeah. So anybody reading that would be like yeah, this person sounds like a fucking scumbag. Yeah, well, right? and that's but, the thing when the when all of the media, when all of so, the social media, and not just social media, but there's a lot of news outlets going after this what's too. Infectious, right? Like, um, yeah. When they're all saying the same thing, who's gonna fucking disagree? Yeah, right. It's, it's a and it, it just becomes a social quote unquote fact. It's an opinion parasite. Like yeah. it just yeah. one person has it, then two people have it, then they tell two friends, and they tell two yeah. friends, and they tell two friends, and, and like the big thing that's coming out of this, like there's this hashtag support the victims that came out and you know what i fucking agree support the victims the actual yeah, but, victims but, but, need to yeah be a victim first but before we support the victims we have to determine who the victim is yeah that is the like that is the most important part of this because like right now all it takes to ruin somebody especially somebody high profile is for one woman to say something uh, that he did something whether it happened or not. And it doesn't even matter. It could be the most like fucked, ridiculous claim that has absolutely no evidence. They didn't even have to be in the same country for this to be said. But the second charges are laid, then the, the trial's over, right? He's already lost. He's already like Twitter's already after him and his career's over. I think it's like, just basically it's just one little minorly public thing, social media, like you know, yep. tell someone that will spread it around. You just need to pass the word and it's just spreads like and, wildfire. And when you do it, don't forget to pump your Patreon out at the same time <laughs> because the people will donate to you. It's fucking like, oh, it's stupid. It's, you know what? It's a, it's a plague kind of on society right now. And the, the problem is, is like the fact that no, there's not enough people that kind of sit there and realize that something ticks in their brain that go, Hmm. If when one person cries wolf and everybody immediately believes them, no one will ever take advantage of this ever. And that's yeah. like people aren't clicking into the fact that well, it's a huge fucking thing that people are exploiting and nobody's, it is. people aren't catching on. Yeah. And, and like along the lines with the crying wolf thing is that encouraging this, all it does is it makes actual legitimate cases not like nobody takes it seriously anymore like nobody well yeah it's hard to dig through a legit case and find uh and find it without all the the social like fluff on top yeah it's, exactly it's really hard so yeah anyway that's what happened today i uh it, it's just so angering and i would like to just send out my support Specifically to the judge, because a lot of this is actually the judge is getting this shit. The judge is getting called the misogynistic asshole and all this bullshit. Which is unfair. I yeah, mean, it, I mean, like like I said, they're just expecting his job to be send the guy to jail, not doing his job, which yeah. 
He's a he's not a fucking executioner. Like yeah. they don't just say, okay, yeah, that guy did something, kill him. You know, like yeah. so. I mean, uh, like. I don't know. Don't do this. Don't go after the judge. This is absolutely stupid. So the judge's name, uh, Judge William Horkins. If you, I don't know if you can, but if you can, send the dude some love because God damn it, Twitter is it's the internet hate machine. That's what it is. Yeah, and it's just being aimed yep. sort of randomly, getting out of hand. I think innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, Blam. that's the big yeah. thing. <laughs> people, people seem to forget that. Yeah. So anyway, that's what that is. Um, I'm pretty sure some we've been rambling on that for a while, but um, ridiculous. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to segue into some happy news? Yeah, let's do some more upbeat news. Yeah, Adam, you you had the turtle thing. Yeah, sure. All right. So, in happy news, um, just recently, uh, apparently, there was a, let me, let me paint you a motherfucking picture. Another picture? A motherfucking picture. <laughs> All right. Bob Ross cast? <laughs> you betcha. Hey, we got the... <laughs> it, it, it better have a happy little bush in it. You're damn... Actually, it's got a happy little turtle. A very happy little turtle. So... I guess what happened is, um, so imagine you're in Jersey, right? Mm -hmm. Down by the Jersey shore. So, but not, yeah, (laughs) not that Jersey shore. We'll just, uh, (laughs) we Um, we don't have the, uh, what is it? The uh, fucking microphone. Stop. (laughs) Stop this thing. Uh, uh, fucking the situation showing off abs. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, not that. No snooky poofs. No, nothing. (laughs) But, um, so a little turtle somehow found its way to Jersey. Um, and, uh, this little guy was not at all prepared for that kind of climate. It just, it just does not work for that little guy. So, um, I guess this little turtle caused a huge awesome positive uproar where everyone's like we have to get this turtle back to the cayman islands that's where this that's where this turtle is from that's where he will survive that's where he needs to get back to it's like a reverse dolphin incident yeah pretty much (laughs) honestly and like the the social like and here's the thing we just talked about like the the negative effects social media can have but this was super positive like a ton of people a ton of anonymous people in jersey uh were donating uh the um uh what was it a bunch of uh a bunch of well european uh what was it like a wildlife uh sea and wildlife foundation okay. was donating um like wwf kind of thing yeah there was a there was an airline that was donating so that they could fly because originally the idea with all this funding was that terry the turtle was going to get flown back to the cayman (laughs) islands on a private jet oh my god which was going to cost twelve thousand pounds you you know my my, Um, hey wait a minute my natural habitat is the cayman islands too where's where's my fucking charity drive I, I mean, my heart goes out to this turtle, but $12,000? I'm sorry, just buy a new turtle. 12,000 <laughs> 12, fucking pounds was the original 
And it was going to oh, be a pounds, not oh, pounds. Jesus. That's, that's, that's like a 20 lot of money. Worse. And this was going to originally be like a, something like a 12 to a 20 hour flight or something like that yeah. to get him back just by connecting airlines and trying to find the private jet and everything. So the best part about all this is all these people donating and everything like that. The, the company that owns the Iron Maiden tour plane which which they're yes like the iron maiden the iron maiden which their front man is a certified pilot has been for since 91 i believe i i think i read about that like wasn't he the one that actually flew the plane a lot of the time he did to all of their (laughs) shows he flew their own tour plane that was like on one of the that was like on reddit on one of the today i learned things was somebody was talking about how the iron maiden was their their pilot was actually the front man yep for the band old bruce dickinson so the company was like so saw i guess them trying to you know get a hold of this private jet and they're like we have a jet (laughs) (laughs) and they were like we'll happily we'll happily let you use the the iron maiden tour plane to take this poor little turtle back to the cayman islands (laughs) oh my god for like a small portion of the cost of what they were trying to gain to get this other private jet. Yeah. So they donated this private jet. Um, and Terry, the turtle is going the fuck home. <laughs> on, That's amazing. On, on an wow. iron maiden. Yeah. How the rock star that is one famous <laughs> turtle. turtle yeah, home. I, I want, like I said, my, my natural habitat is obviously <laughs> the Cayman islands. Yeah. You need to, you need to take me oh, home, please. Where's and, my, Iron Maiden jet. <laughs> uh, I want to be in turtle right now. I'm just saying that. Like, <laughs> can you imagine um, how much like gourmet turtle food and shit that thing got? Oh, he, <laughs> he got pampered. Yeah, He's probably amazing. just sitting there like, man, I need to do this more often. Next year, they're gonna find him in the same fucking place. <laughs> you, you know what? I bet it's funny too. Is you've got all these. Um, Right, nature aid groups that are sitting there and like fucking twelve thousand pounds for one turtle, and we can't get twelve thousand pounds a year for our donations. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, see, it's funny you mentioned that. that. Like, that's one of those things where um, I can't remember where I saw it, but somebody was talking about this. Um, this actually, ha- you know, it, it. I mean, it. It's so good, but it kind of bugs me on a certain level that this one turtle got all this shit when we've got so many other things to worry about honestly because like somebody mentioned they're like you know you go you know you you donate a hundred million dollars to some african charity you you know you're uh, another run-of-the-mill celebrity nice guy you build a school or three in africa you're you know you're a nice guy you're a philanthropist you take one african child and like do some ridiculous over-the-top extravagant shit you're a motherfucking hero. Like, like this is the same thing, except with a turtle. (laughs) So instead of, you know, saving all the dolphins, we're, we're going to buy a turtle. One turtle, a one private ticket. fucking plane. <laughs> not, not to downplay the turtle. I mean, it's, it's an amazing situation. I just think it's ironic. That, yeah. that, but, but think about that. The next time you read the story, maybe you should go out and put, you know, 20 bucks into a, uh, yeah, you know, uh, basically anything except for PETA. Yeah, yeah. You don't pick know. one, just not PETA. Oh fuck with PETA. There was somebody today too. I can't. Remember, they they somebody mentioned like, uh, 
you know, don't support PETA. You know, you, you can't. Why would you support any other charity that kills or like I can't think of any other charity that kills 75 to 85 percent of the people who are receiving aid. And somebody else posted make a wish foundation. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. And I was just like, oh, dude, <laughs> oh, that's rude. <laughs> that was so rude. Bad form. Bad form. <laughs> But uh, oh. the the cool thing, though, just to cap off the rest of the story, is that because they already had the the donations, um, rather than return kind of the donations because of the the plane was uh, offered up, uh, what they're thinking of doing is they're all trying to collaborate. A now you think that the the private jet is excessive. What they're all thinking of doing is taking the remainder of that donation money and setting up a gps satellite tracker for terry the turtle so people can track its little adventures <laughs> on the cayman islands is. you know that 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 is awesome but it could also <laughs> gross be... misuse of of like well, six thousand pounds it, 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 it could also be super dangerous though because like you know imagine terry the turtle gets eaten up by a shark and everyone's just watching him sit there <laughs> well i'll never know then suddenly he's just flying across the screen at a rapid pace why is Terry attacking <laughs> that boat? <laughs> uh, I can only think of the turtle that had its shell painted. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you talk about, like, sticking a GPS tracker to a turtle's back or something like that. <laughs> Turns out that's how it works. They just paint a really big QR code on its back. <laughs> just watch it from satellites. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, uh, my God. So, Terry is one fucking happy turtle. Yeah, I, a can, happy turtle. I can imagine. I'm, I don't you know. This is first for me. I've never been jealous of a fucking turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Only the finest grubs on his yeah. first class flight. Fucking. And the Iron Maiden tour plane. I have turtle food. Oh my God. Right. So let's move on to, to the news I had here. The one so, that we, we had trouble pulling up before. Yeah, my phone is stupid. Was, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so there's a, uh, a natural research group out there called the Natural Environment Research Council. Okay. Okay. Uh, they have recently acquired a two hundred million dollar uh, polar vessel, polar research vessel, uh, which will be launched and operated in two thousand nineteen. That Ooh, is a right? lot of fucking money. It is a lot of money, and according to this article, that boat plus their other two gives them the most technically advanced polar research facilities anywhere. Like they will be top of the line. Wait, which pole or both of them? Uh, I don't know. I'll figure that out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. They decided uh, to inquire with the internet about how to name this boat. Oh, good. Oh, good. This, <laughs> and this, this, what could go wrong? This, this has happened in the past. We've seen companies decide that the internet is the correct way to go and usually regret this decision. Yeah, like that, that Mountain Dew one with um, the Hitler did nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> the Lay's Potato Chips <laughs> name. Gushing like, Granny. Oh, yep. God. Yeah. So right now, the leading public vote in this is Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> so there is the potential for a $200 million research vessel to be running around called Bodie McBoatface. I, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. I think that'd be amazing. I would serve on the USS Bodie McBoatface <laughs> any day of the week. That sounds like one happy boat. Sorry. The Bodie, RRS Bodie McBoatface. Bodie British. McBoatface. They better paint a big smiley uh, face like uh, a Thomas the could Tank you, Engine. Could you just it. imagine like the captain of the boat? It's just like, <laughs> fuck me. So, so which boat do you captain? 
boating McBoats. So just to give you another idea, some of the other um, boats that are, are named similarly are uh, the Endeavor, the Henry Worsley, David Attenborough, the Falcon, stuff like that. You know, more understandable names. Um, what I like are some of the other submissions that are currently in the running, like uh, It's Bloody Cold Here, uh, Usain Bolt, Ice, Ice Baby, and I think my personal favorite is Not the Titanic. <laughs> the RS is Not the Titanic. Wow. It's like a Twitter handle. Uh, uh, hashtag um, not the title. So yeah. So unfortunately, the vote isn't like a, a clincher for this. There is a council that'll be sitting down to actually name the boat. Um, oh, but they're using this poll for inspiration. So my personal plea to the, the council that decides this is, understand you asked for these opinions first, and you aren't being called the, you know, Hitler's lifeboat or something. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface would be the most regal boat in the polar research, you know, fucking field ever. I, I mean, Wait, where, where is this site? I want to go vote that, for Bodie McBoatface. Uh, I don't know. Like, do realize as well Google it. that Bodie McBoatface is no worse than any prize winning well, horse's name. Fuck. It oh, reminds me of um, Thomas the Tugboat. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Yes, it, it's it's very much a similar feel. Sorry, I just read in here. Apparently, uh, the guy who suggested this is a communications manager named James Hand, who has now apologized for this because of how popular the choice has become. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just imagine that? What do you have to say about this, James? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. I, I don't know. I... See, I would feel awesome and guilty at the same time if this was my idea. It, like, it, it's the kind of thing where you're kind of proud, kind of laughing, and kind of guilty all at the same time. I like the fact that they gave it to the <clears throat> internet and there's not one incredibly vulgar suggestion. Oh, I'm sure there were. Yeah. And they've just filtered them out. But the yeah. fact that the top one is like just kind of pure pure fun like yeah, just for there, the sake of being there, fun. there is no way yeah, like that... it's a lot more adorable than i ever would have imagined yeah, yeah for the internet considering what we've seen in the past yeah i, so, I agree with gunzuka here i think we should uh, put in the rrs unfurled okay. so i i looked up Bodie mcboatface and what came up was uh i think Bodie mcboatface inspires internet to rename animals so <laughs> oh. we have stab rabbit that's a porcupine. <laughs> Which is a porcupine. <laughs> if, if you haven't seen this series, these things are amazing. Pantsless Thunder Goose is an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile is an American murder log. <laughs> American murder, murder log. Uh, oh god. The the really colorful, like big mouthy motherfucker called Swimy <laughs> Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I oh don't even know what the fuck. Oh, oh, Swimmy. Mick, Swim oh my Mick, god, oh what my the god, fuck? What the fuck? It's some sort of fish thing. Oh it's my a cuddle god. bug McNope. It's a crab. <laughs> cuddle bug McNope. Uh, Leggy Sparkle Bum. Like this little <laughs> weird insect like a thing. or something. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen these amazing. before. There's a yeah. whole bunch of them. Oh, it's like the whole, like, calling feathers bird leaves. Be McNoisy I, I, I like the danger noodle they have for the snake here. The danger, danger noodle, noodle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who would not want to be called danger noodle? I'm, I'm just, you know, 
I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some of those names were the actual names of the animals translated from German to English. <laughs> they do like to do that. Like yeah, they, they do. It's very do. unlike English. They just literally name the thing like dangerous, dangerous cylinder, well, and yeah. if, if that's I, a snake. If like, I remember correctly, there's a lot of animals in German called pigs. <laughs> and just, just different, different kinds of yeah, pigs. just different names for pigs. Um, <laughs> one of our German listeners would have to, you know, you know, like, uh, correct me on it, but I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, blank Schwein <laughs> is like all that. It, like, I'm pretty sure like Hundschwein is a thing as opposed to Schweinhund. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, yep. there's <laughs> I so. If you ever want inspiration for that kind of shit, just look up the what it's called in German and then if, translate it back. If you ever want to have fun, look up what stuff is called in German and then take the literal translation of it. Because it's going to be amazing. Someone's also called the bear Sir Huggles Von Death Cuddle. <laughs> Huggles Von Death Cuddle. Yep. Uh, it, see, now I just want to make that like, Russian feel. a line of stuffed animals and call them this. I would sell death noodles by the thousand. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, <laughs> shit would like explode in popularity like Beanie Babies. We should we should jump on this idea. Internet, you can't steal this. I'm putting my trademark on it right now. That's how it works, right? Copyright pen, it. or uh, was it copyright pending? Yeah, copyright pending. Copyright we, we can go pending. on Dragon's Den. We can <laughs> convince whatever the fuck his name is, Dennis. Fucking. They they would yeah. laugh, tell us to get the fuck out, and then we would like become rich anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then show up on their after episode of people who made it. Yeah. So yeah. I just looked it up and I wanted to read a couple of these too because it, it was pig. I was right. It's schwein. So it's like, does it look uh, well here? So a porcupine is a spike pig. Yep. Uh, a I capybara mean... is a water pig. A guinea pig is an ocean pig. <laughs> what? Does uh, it go in the ocean? <laughs> A sea a duodong is a sea pig. What's uh, a duodong? Uh, it's like a it's like a manatee or yeah, a seal kind of, kind of thing. Okay. A porpoise is a pig whale. <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> okay, and if it doesn't look like a pig, they like naming things just animal. So a sloth is a lazy animal. A, <laughs> an armadillo is a belt animal. <laughs> A skunk is a stink animal. <laughs> no arguments a, there. A platypus is a beak animal. I mean, that narrows okay. that's kind down. of a generic beak, beak animal. So, and then it's like, uh, so then they like calling things other things. So there's uh, a raccoon is a wash bear. <laughs> A turkey is a okay. a turkey is a threatening chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was named by the first scientist to see them who got bitten Ooh, by one. The, the first guy who didn't have a gun, like <laughs> a, a tortoise is a shield toad. Wow. A, oh, a slug okay. is a naked snail. <laughs> a squid like, is an ink fish. This this is why so many people have trouble learning English as a second language. Yeah. We put so much extraneous bullshit into our language and the people coming from other countries are like, what are these words? Yeah. Well, and, and why are there so many of them? Uh, and the last one on this list is a bat, which is a flutter mouse. Uh, <laughs> a flutter, flutter mouse. mouse. A yeah. flutter mouse. That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> so, oh yeah. God. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Bodie McBoatface. Everyone go vote for Bodie McBoatface. Everyone go yep. vote for Good. Bodie McBoatface. Let's let's just take a moment to appreciate the fact that it's not like, you know, Tony Gate or something. Something to do with Tony yeah. the Tiger. That oh, my God. Uh, Alrighty. Well, 
We've gone through a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Let's get... We're uh, going to go on a little break. Let's get Car's piece of crap going. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say this because I know he's listening and going to yell at me later. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back shortly after having all gone to vote for Bodie McBoatface. After these massages. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Car, and I uh, hope Unfurled has been entertaining so far. So tonight... <laughs> it's been a busy week. Uh, originally, I was going to talk about the uh, the new liberal budget here in Canada, and then Brussels happened, and I was going to talk about that. And as of even actually about uh, half an hour or so, I was originally going to be talking about about a mix of that and uh, and a couple of the little things. Uh, and then a couple of friends of mine, uh, Cargo Weasel and uh, Flare Cat, brought to my attention House Bill Two from North Carolina. Probably the fastest piece of legislation that's ever flown through any piece of, uh, well, any legislative body, to be honest. So, let's begin. So, House Bill 2 is a bill that was introduced on Wednesday uh, in the uh, the North Carolina uh, House of Representatives or, or Congress or whatever they call the House of Representatives in that particular state. And basically what it does, it is the Public Facilities and Privacy and Security Act, which puts in place a statewide policy that bans individuals from using public washrooms that do not correspond to their biological sex. Now, you know, if you just heard that off the top, immediately, you you know, if you're, well, if you, if you don't have either a lot of transgender friends or if just off the bat, that sounds like it makes sense. But the thing is, is that what this bill does is it discriminates from any sort of transgendered individuals, period. Again, let me read that again, very, very carefully, and now thinking about it in the context of if you are a transgendered person or in transition, um, puts in place a statewide policy that bans individuals from using public bathrooms that do not con- correspond to their biological sex. And as far as the government is concerned, your biological sex in in that that strict legal term is what you were physically born as and what was on your birth certificate which means that it is now possible for a transgendered person in North Carolina to be arrested for having to take a dump now that that is sunken in let's talk about just exactly how much bullshit this is because you notice that I said it was introduced into uh, the House on Wednesday, but it's also now illegal. This bill got rushed through an emergency special session of both the North Carolina legislature and Senate uh, at a cost of $42,000 U.S., by the way, to taxpayers in North Carolina, just so that the Republican-controlled House and Senate could shove this fucking thing through before anyone could stop them, which, by the way, is an absolutely classic tactic. For if you want to be able to do something as quickly as possible while you have the power to do it before anybody can stop you. Uh, If the conservatives had had their way in Canada back when Harper was still prime minister, that would have happened even faster with so many other pieces of legislation that got shoved through. I mean, the only reason that um, things were still able to get passed in Canada is, of course, because the conservatives had a majority for a time. So at the end of the day, as long as everybody towed the party line, they could get things through. And 
At the time, Harper had been very good at towing the party line. Uh, things like our Bill C-51, um, our uh, dual citizen staff, the bill number which escapes my mind at the moment. Um, bullshit like that. Basically, the entire idea of rushing something through like that is so that you can get it through your legislature, get it through your Senate, get it through whatever hoops and whatnot you have to jump through according to your constitution. Uh, a constitution, by the way, which is, you know, designed to actually avoid exactly this um so before any sort of public consultation public debate discussion anything like that right into your congressman right into your senator kind of bullshit can happen because guess what that kind of bullshit is the sort of things that keeps a modern democracy from being just an autocracy which again because a bunch of north carolingian uh republicans are terrified of the idea of a dude being in their washroom who used to be a woman or to be honest, that one probably doesn't scare them as much as the idea of a dude, or I mean, a woman, sorry, who used to be a dude, um, going into the women's washroom because, well, how come they're allowed to do that if we can't? It, honestly, it's completely, utterly ridiculous. And any sort of uh, arguments that have been coming out is, you know, just honestly the most thinly veiled bullshit I have ever seen about basically just saying they make us uncomfortable or they scare us or it's just not right in the eyes of the Lord. <sighs> okay, so um, Pat McCrory, uh, McCrory, 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 Pat McCrory, uh, the governor of North Carolina, tre- tweeted out this ordinance uh, deified common sense, allowing men to use women's bathroom. Uh, this ordinance defied common sense, allowing men to use women's bathroom locker room, for instance. That is why I signed this bipartisan bill to stop it. Bipartisan, by the way. Okay, hang on. Let's take a look at that. Okay, so bipartisan bill. There we go. All right, so the state house, it passed 82 to 26, and I'm pretty sure I know what party the 26 against were from. And in the uh, state senate, it passed 32-0. That's weird. 32-0. How did that work? Oh, that's how. The state senate Democrats walked out of the fucking chamber instead of voting for the bill because of the bullshit it reeked of. You are not allowed to claim a bipartisan bill when every single Democrat in the House voted against it. Well, actually, to be fair, most. I can't actually, I don't have the the makeup of the North Carolina legislature in front of me. But again, it's a pretty fair bet that most of those uh, against were Democrats. Uh, And again, not a single state senator voted for your bill because none of them were there because they were too disgusted to vote. Now, there is a cynical approach that a couple of my friends have pointed out with that one of, oh, well, yeah, they didn't vote so they can keep their voting records nice and and clean while still appearing to, uh, you know, to support um, LGBT rights in the state. I I mean, you know, that's a slippery slope. I hate that phrase even, but that is a, a bit of a an iffy argument to get into. I mean, at the same time, they would have lost either way. The Republicans control both parts of the the House. And again, to shove this thing through, and again, I mean, there'd be some laws. I'd I'd love to see things get shoved through that fast. Voter reform, for one, would be nice here in Canada, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But again, instead, the North Carolina General Assembly spent $42,000 to just shove this stuff through. Um, And there's all kinds of, like, little laws coming up here and there all over the place I've been starting to hear about, and I don't have a list of them in front of me, but I know that Georgia is starting to look at similar discrimination laws. Um, And the thing that actually really sucks ass about this particular law is, right, it actually overrides all uh, 
county, all city ordinances, anything like that. So, and declares any of them null and void if they would conflict with this new state law. Because again, the governor has signed this into law. It is now written, written law and part of the, uh, the justice code in North Carolina now. Less than 24 hours from first reading to final signing, and now there is even more of this. And it's just, it's disgusting to see. And this is why I wanted to call it out as opposed to all the other things that have happened. Because again, you can't right now turn on a news station right now without hearing about Brussels. In Canada, discussion any, if you care at all about the, the new federal budget, you can find out this stuff. I had to dig to find this news article. Um, the, where I found it was on the CNN politics page, um, was the best source I was able to find. Um, it's repeated on a couple of other smaller news sites, but again, I had to dig to find this news story because again, in that, that same way as why it was shoved through the general assembly of North Carolina so quickly is because they want to keep this stuff as quiet as possible, get it through as fast as possible to generate the absolute least amount of outrage possible. So you're damn right. I'm going to call this out. And because I do want to be outraged. I mean, I will be quite honest. I was not traveling uh, planning on traveling to North Carolina anytime soon, but I sure as hell won't be going now. Um, and I, I'm actually, one of the people who actually brought this story to my attention, uh, Faircat, now, you know, she has to start planning around the idea of, well, where do I make my layovers? You know, I should probably make my layover somewhere where it's safe to pee, which is utter, utter bullshit. Absolutely just, I, again, I'm out of words. I'm just, I am completely, utterly, totally out of words. Um, so basically, uh, the best thing I say is, you know, I mean, and I would not be surprised at all if this does not end up going to the Supreme Court, um, assuming they're able to ever figure their shit out, or more specifically, if they ever get a ninth justice back on there again. But it's just, I'm going to read another quote, actually, from you from uh, from uh, the House Speaker for uh, for North Carolina. One of the biggest issues about privacy the way that the ordinance was written by city council in Charlotte, it would have allowed a man to go into a bathroom, locker, or any changing facility where women are, even if he was a man. We were concerned. Obviously, there is a security risk of a sexual predator, but there is the issue of privacy. That basically, it's they're going back to the "oh, think of the women, think of the children" arguments as a, as a very, just a very, very thinly veiled way to push through. This just absolutely ridiculously discriminatory pieces of legislation. I and it's just it's an utter piece of crap, and I cannot believe just how hard and how fast um, these representatives just shoved this thing through. So that's all I have to speak tonight. If you do want to see more about this, again, I've pulled the specific news source from CNN, um, or you can do a search for either North Carolina House Bill Two. Or, hey, if you want to just see right from the governor's mouth, uh, the Twitter for uh, Pac, Pat McCrory, so P-A-T-M-C-C-R-O-R-Y-N-C. That's the Twitter for the wonderful uh, jackass governor of North Carolina. So, um, now again, of course, don't be just completely hateful. Uh, you know, at least try and have some semblance of uh, a rational argument when you're uh, addressing him, of course, because, well... Let's try and at least be the better people, but in any case, 
anybody who is in North Carolina or in any of the neighboring states, I would definitely urge you to, well, consider not patronizing any sort of a tourism industry in North Carolina uh, until there's some sort of reaction from this. You know, do what you can. Write into your own uh, state legislation, making sure that uh, your own views on this are very clear that you would not want to see such laws pass in your own state uh, or your own city or whatnot. Um, if this does go to the uh, the Supreme Court, I am going to follow this story. Um, and, uh, you know, if relevant updates come up, I'll try and bring them up. Um, that's all for me for tonight. Thank you very, very much for listening. My name is Carr. If you have any questions, comments, concerned, any more news about this story or others, um, it's us at unfurl.net, or you can actually tweet me directly at Carr Jaren, K-A-A-R-J-A-R-E-N. And I'm sure the guys have that up on the uh, contributors page for uh, Unfurled at this point. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. <laughs> and the silence Whoops. reigns. Okay, so we were just talking about the fact that patronizing does in fact mean two like very different things. Yeah, yeah. I well I heard that and I was like, wait, patronize is patronizing the right word? I, and for what we're describing? I, that's actually come up recently. The fact that to patronize a store is in fact to frequent the, a particular establishment in addition to being a really sarcastic asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That means all of our patrons. This is why people don't yeah. understand English. Like all, all three of our patrons patronize us on a weekly basis. Yeah. <laughs> you dicks. Don't patronize me. No, no do, do, patronize. do patronize us, do, please. <laughs> do patronize us. Either way, don't patronize I don't care. Us. I, actually, it's a, that's a good point. If, you know, if you think that you know, you are superior than us and want to be condescending towards us, you can just sign up for our Patreon and give us money. <laughs> we obviously need your goodwill. Start a, so start a $2 sending tier. us money would, in fact, be asserting your superiority and dominance over us. Yeah. Yeah. Just start with, a $2 tier that start with, people send us in a weekly Start insult. with your entire paycheck. <laughs> We will read them all on air. We, we we need a patronizing level of Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! Uh, so good, so good. Um, do we have email? We have a couple of we emails. Yep. Email dose, I think. Yeah, someone read an email. Someone read an email. Uh, read an email. You have it open. So all right. <clears throat> uh, this one is from Satanic Furry. I better give good evening to everyone's favorite furry freak show titled geographically locked to your recording studio. <laughs> I uh, suppose that's probably good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in this issue of unfun with unfurled, we are joined by bird flu, foot and mouth, sock warmer and poor excuse for a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, well, your foot and mouth or hoof and mouth. I, I'm a sock warmer. I'm apparently bird flu. And Adam is a poor excuse for a sheep. I am. I'm a terrible sheep. You are. Yeah, so you goats make terrible sheep. <laughs> they do. Their their fur is they're, all scratchy and weird. They're like sheep, only a little bit neuter. Only assholes. And hornier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm far hornier than a sheep. <laughs> Capra day. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you ask the Scots about that one? <laughs> oh dear. Oh god. I will ask my people. <laughs> uh so their question for this week revolves around nostalgia oh here we go nostalgia cast part six yeah no kidding what is the one thing from your childhood slash teen years that you miss 
Not paying bills and other answers of the sort are not allowed. Be creative. Um, Honestly, I miss when, uh, I like for me, one of my more fond memories is every year at Christmas going to my grandma's house. She lived like way out in the fucking boonies in the middle of fucking nowhere, Manitoba, which is, to be fair, basically everywhere Manitoba that isn't Winnipeg. Um, but this was like a, even boonies for that. Like we're talking the town had like fucking 15 motherfuckers in it. It was small. And she lived in like, it was like a log cabin thing. Right. So actually like a Lincoln log cabin. Yeah. Like, like lo- big log cabin for a house. It was, it was fucking badass. But she had a four car garage. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so it was like three car lengths wide, but it was too deep. So she had another garage door in the back of the garage and three in the front. Wow. That shit's like Atlantis. That's like the garage. (laughs) I'm not joking. The garage was bigger than the house. Wow. (laughs) Um, so what she ended up doing was instead of having her cars in it, because her and my grandpa, you know, they're old. They don't have a bunch of cars anymore because he used to have like hunting trucks and all that yeah. kind of shit, but yeah. not so much anymore. And even then, like they park the vehicles they do have outside and their gigantic fucking acre of lot that they own. Um, so she, they took all the cars out. They laid down some massive fucking rugs that I think were just like gigantic sample things from the carpet store. <laughs> And turned it into another giant living room. No way. Yeah, we're talking like, it was like three fucking, like, it was huge, right? This this fucking, it was like a, you could fit an airplane in here. So (laughs) there's like, you know, like three fucking couches. They, I'm I'm not joking. She had four massive, you know, those family size picnic tables, the massive ones, four of them like laid out there's probably a good 50 feet of fucking picnic table wow holy crap. yeah and like you know one beside the other so like 25 feet of picnic table 25 feet of picnic table it's just like like gigantic um so but we'd all hang out in there the whole family there's like a you know 50 of us and you know the various pull-out beds from the fucking numerous couches all over the place and what we do is all the kids, me included, like I was really young when we were still going there. Um, we'd build these forts because there was this one particular couch. It was like a sectional, but it was gigantic. And we'd build these massive fucking forts around this thing. And then we'd make a little hole on the one side because there was like this. It was shaped weird and had these like cubbies. And you'd like sit and lean against the cubby. And there was a TV back there. And we'd always have the Sega Genesis hooked up to it. And we'd sit there in our massive fort, taking turns playing Sega Genesis. And my favorite game when we were doing this was uh, Road Rash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'd sit around playing Road Rash in a massive fort made out of like, like because we'd pull over other couches too. So it was like four or five couches and blankets and shit fort. And yeah, it was, it was great. It yeah, was, it sounds amazing. It was the greatest time ever. And I miss doing it so much. That sounds brilliant. And I will never have that because I can't afford a house with a fucking garage bigger than most residential lots in Calgary. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. 
one day, one day though, we'll we'll have to make it a thing to turn this living room yeah. for just one day into a fort and just oh, play yeah. video games, forts with unfurled. Oh, we should totally do it. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so it was so fun. It was so good. You know what? On our gaming thing with unfurled, one of these days we need to like all play Road Rash because we'll that, oh. that was the greatest game ever. Yeah, we'll do it up. I miss that game so much. We should also play Skitchen, which was like the third rate Road Rash, but it was still super fun. It was Road Rash, but on rollerblades. Oh my God. <laughs> so to Skitch was to attach on to moving yeah. vehicles yep. uh, and you'd fight other rollerbladers and you're just like, this makes no sense, <laughs> but this is fucking incredible. Like, oh my I got God. a taser and a fucking other rollerblader is going to skitch on the same car. So I'm going to tase a guy. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> just the idea behind it be like, and get off. This is my car. My, my, <laughs> this driver is just like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? My, my favorite thing with Road Rash is the fact that you fucking crowbar people yeah. while you're on a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that game was, was in yeah. theory, not suitable for children. No. Well, and like, I never thought thought about it at the time yeah but like <laughs> and especially like knowing what i know now about motorcycles like crowbarring a motherfucker on a motorcycle <laughs> is that's not a that's not a good idea for either one of you really but pretty fucking... i'm pretty sure you could spoke people as well oh my oh, god oh man yeah no. uh that game was brutal like yeah. <laughs> fucking chains and shit could you imagine just throw chains into a motorcycle's fucking oh, spokes man. it would fucking explode that's, oh my god that's enough to ruin it probably take day. you with it See, yeah that that brings me to sort of my part which is i miss that childlike wonder you would always have when exploring new things yeah right? things like christmas morning when you're a kid there is nothing more exciting right you can't oh, yeah. fucking sleep mm -hmm. or a brand new video game um, I can always remember, like when I was a kid, you know, renting a new game from the store was always this. Oh, renting or, movies. It was a huge new, you know, world to explore. Nowadays, you know, new things are cool, right? Christmas Day is exciting, but it's no longer that. You know, I can't sleep. I'm just going to be up all night, fucking thinking about it and dreaming. There, there's no wonder you just you're like, man, I work today and I'm so <laughs> fucking tired. I don't know. For Christmas now, I mostly just look forward to sitting on my couch watching Snowfall and drinking coffee. The, that, that, that's like my perfect Christmas yeah, moment. The, the things that have become important have changed and how yep. you celebrate them have, have yep. morphed. But ultimately, the sentiment is still the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I you, when you um, brought up renting games, it just reminded me of renting movies. Oh man! Like before, I could even afford to buy anything. Like going to like back when Rogers Video was still a thing. Oh, we didn't even have that. We well, had like when, this... when I was growing up, we had Venus Video. Yeah, and it was just this little video store in a yeah. strip mall. <laughs> that that was ours. Yeah. Mine mine was called Saz Video. I think mine was called like oh, Superior Saz. Video or something. And yeah, it's exactly that. It's just fucking and like convenience store looking joint. Actually, one of one of my fondest childhood memories is me and my like longest time buddy um going to the video store up in Thorncliff and renting out Super Mario RPG. Oh man. On a oh, on man. a weekly basis. Yeah. <laughs> we we would rent the video game, have our save file, and then if we didn't check it out immediately afterwards we would go back and rent it again and continue that save file oh my god <laughs> yeah and i remember the one one time i dropped it like at the cartridge and it deleted one save file just yours 
just mine. Oh, <laughs> that's so harsh. That's both. Oh man, yeah. For for me, like I never did the renting games thing. Though we did it, like if it was like a birthday, we'd rent like Mario Kart. Yep. Uh, but it was never like I, renting games was never a big thing for me. Uh, for me, it was always like we'd go and we'd rent a movie. Like me and my buddy, we would walk to the store. We'd go to rent a movie, and you know we. Like they always had that fucking overpriced pop, right? Huh, Where they're charging yeah. like fuck it. Like even back then, it was like four dollars a fucking two liter, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like the convenience this? fee. Yeah. <laughs> so then you we'd go there, and then we'd walk across the street to the Seven Eleven. Yep. To get reasonably priced snacks. How about the individual popcorn? Like you yeah. get eight in a box for like the same price as they would sell. Like the yeah. individual <laughs> one. The actually the video store that I that I went to when I when they first started, they didn't have the individual popcorn. They actually just had brown paper bags and you just full of, a... full of popcorn oh, wow. with a, with a popcorn machine. Oh no way! That's there. cool. Uh, they they didn't charge much for the popcorn, but I, I was never a big fan of popcorn anyway. But. I only liked it because the the blockbuster near me was the only place you could get the buckets with the popcorn uh, oh, pack yeah. in the bottom that you just oh, peel off yeah. and stick in the microwave and then you just pull out a, a thing of popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, those were always cool and I liked them. What about you? What are you nostalgic for? Um, I'd say the biggest thing that I miss from being a kid was that, uh, what was it? Being productive was second priority. Yeah. Always. Like, think of nowadays as an adult and just trying to, like, I want to sit and binge watch a show and not feel fucking guilty for one hour that I'm not, like, yeah, doing was, housework or you yeah. could enjoy everything you did because everything was productive it doesn't matter if you were drawing on the sidewalk with chalk wanking off in your room fucking making a fort it doesn't matter what you were doing it was productive and awesome and you relaxed and enjoyed the moment it was your only priority at the moment yes and you always enjoyed it and relaxed so sort of in relation to that one of the things i missed the most about being a child was being able to do the things that I enjoyed the most, like without consequence, distractions or anything. Yeah, exactly. I right. did something because I enjoyed it and not because I felt that I had to do it. Yeah. Or because people would judge you. There was no obligation involved. Yeah. Like I, I would do things on my own, like code or computers or um, yeah. I don't know, right. whatever Play else. I, I had like a pair of Diablo sticks and. Yep. For for me, it was it, like my thing that I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'd spend hours and hours and hours doing. Yeah. And you don't even was, know where the uh, time went. Yeah. For me, that was Lego. Oh, yep. definitely. Yep. Hours and hours. Hours. Lego. That thing probably sucked up a collective like three years of my life. <laughs> right. And my parents would always get so fucking mad because it would be everywhere. And of course, like they're fucking stepping on Lego and shit. That makes just, anyone angry. Yeah. <laughs> And so they bought me that the, the the roller thing that like picks up all the Lego for you because <laughs> they're like, fuck it. We can't convince him to actually pick shit up. So here, have this other toy that you can use. <laughs> the Lego vacuum. <laughs> the I Lego remember vacuum. that thing. Uh, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, too, that we're talking about like uh, uh, what it was like when we were younger, too, because that was actually a thing that uh, I was talking about on uh, Telegram today was uh, um, we like there, there's millennials and there's Generation X. And we're neither. We fall into a 
micro-generation called Xennials. I thought we mentioned that last we? week. I think we did. Uh, I, I'm I recall, sure we've I recall us before. talking about yeah. this. So, so that, like, what you were saying about, like, you know, computers and shit, and then we're also talking about walking to the video store, and yeah. it's like... It's that odd dichotomy. There was, I, I, I was looking at some discussion just within the last week about people going, like, you know, before and after the internet. We're the only generation that understands that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That actually because, went through it. Well, the, the generation before us, they're still trying to get their head around they, Their entire the lives internet. were based around not having computers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're still trying to get their head around this whole computer thing. It's still like this new technology, whereas we're living in it. Like people that are 20 years old now grew up with the internet. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they did. People not much younger than us actually will never know a world without Netflix. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Like not much younger. Netflix or on-demand video, yeah. um, like they'll, they'll never understand what it was like to wait six to eight weeks for that little promo you got out of a cereal box. Yeah, yeah. they'll never understand fucking video game demo discs. No, they don't <laughs> make them anymore. Uh, yeah. Or never. Or the 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 adventure that was looking at a wall of games you can rent and being like, huh. The box art on this one's kind of cool. What does the back say? Nothing. Okay, well, we'll rent it. And if it's terrible, there goes my weekend. Yeah, I I did that with, the, with, the, with this one movie. We rented it, and it was like this fucked up, like, Chinese Western horror film. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a Chinese movie based in, like, 1800s Western America, and it was a horror film, <laughs> and it had something to do with birds. And all of my friends are like watching it with just like, what? What is yep. this? It, it's the same sort of experience you get when you just sort of go random on Netflix and hit that, you know, that horror film that you've never heard of. Yeah, but uh, you don't get the the whole thing. You know, have to rewind the tape, and it'd be a little bit weird. And yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the de- I, man, I miss demo discs. Like, they, my, I have, like, you were talking about your Christmas experiences. Mine was my dad bringing home the computer from work because, oh, he owned, because he owned his business. So he would bring home the computer, and my brother and I would have, like, floppy disks with scorched earth, one must mm-hmm. fall, lemmings. Uh, we also earth. spent hours on, um, <clears throat> it was... It was this just one game disc with like four games on it, and there was this tank game. You could be like a tank or a jeep or a, mm-hmm. a helicopter, and it was it was glorious. I man, I think I still I might actually still have one or two of my Dreamcast demo discs because I used to actually like I used to buy every Dreamcast magazine that came out, and they yep. always came with a demo disc. And I like that's where I played Power Stone, mm-hmm. um, Pod Speed Racer. I uh, loved that oh, game. I had that on six, on the sixty four. It was I so fucking good. Fucking love Power Stone. I used to go to the yeah. theaters strictly just to yeah, play just the to arcade, play it on the arcade machine. Power Stone, man. Oh man, there were so many good games. There was this one game. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was like you're in a race car, and except it was like it was almost like playing like a Tron version of Tony Hawk Pro Skater with race cars. Because you're in a car and... And it's not like F-Zero you're thinking of. No, no, no. You're in a car and you're in this big square fucking area with like ramps and walls and shit. 
and it's all like neon and glowy and looks like Tron. Hmm. And the entire point is to just like do tricks and flips and shit. That that was the whole point. And like you go, you get like boosts and it was like hard because you had to like get a boost and angle yourself around to like point at the ramp and then like go off the ramp a certain way to do tricks and shit. It was like... I spent hours playing this game and I can't remember what it was called. I've, there, I've never. There's actually a Reddit for that problem. Really? Just go, it's like, oh. what's it called or something? And yeah, you just go in there and you describe a thing and you go, what's it called? And they will, you know, someone on the internet knows what it's called. I did this for a game. Um, oh, I have to remember what it's called. Total Distortion. I had that on a Mac demo disc from Mac Addict Magazine when I was fucking little bitty. Oh, and. Man. It wasn't a demo. It was just the advertising video. And the premise was ridiculous. And it used to, it left a huge impression on me when I was a kid because it was actually kind of scary when I was like, I don't know, seven looking at the shit. <laughs> but the the game is like, you've been sent back into the past to, uh, it's like, you have to try and defeat these sound demons based on some research you have to do, making music videos and shipping them to the future. Uh, I'll show you guys the video for it. It's it's a weird game, but oh it's amazing. God. That sounds super familiar. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking hard though. The the one computer game that left a big impression on me was uh, it was like Doctor Something's Island, Doctor Quandry. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor. Oh, oh God, <laughs> you, were, you were like that doll thing or something. The they got big one terrified, brought me. to life I, and I, I sent to an island. I never played that, but has anyone here played Hugo's House of Horror? No. no. Oh, that game, another, like, very simple game, like, based on, like, text entry, you would walk around, and there were, like, you would run into, like, cannibals and ghosts that would, like, they would all, like, kill you. Oh, we'll have to you, look this up. Yeah, no, then no there's, like, there's a death maze, like, they made, like, three of them. Oh, neat. Oh, man. We're gonna have to do, on our game thing at some point, we're gonna have to do a nostalgia run and just yeah. oh, run these games awesome. of our childhood. Because I can tell you right now, I think the four of us sitting down to play putt-putt would be fucking amazing. <laughs> yes. We need to do it in, like, video and arcade top ten style. Yeah. You know we all <laughs> so have to play editing. Mule. Mule. Oh, I have Mule on my phone. I've never heard oh of it. Oh, my God. No, that's I a haven't thing. heard of that yeah. one. Oh, that's uh, uh, Multi-user so labor... If they, I'll sh we'll show you. Trust yeah. me, El, it's El Cheapo we, terraforming. We should, <laughs> we should move, move on, on to, to our the next, next email because we're um, this is long. Yeah. The, the the email ends with something something war crime something something genocide from the desk of Grand Marshal Hex. Um, also, there's what like we'll read this email, but there's one honorable mention news thing that I want to read. What's that? Uh, you'll see. Um, Adam, yeah, sure. Adam, read a thing. Okay. Sure, give me the robust email. It, it, it's great. You'll enjoy it, Tal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, kids. I'm getting email. Ahem. 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 All right. Our next email is from our friend Billy the Fox and or Ferret. Can't apparently decide. Oh, he's in our chat too. So he get to see this live. Hi, Billy. Thanks for the email. And Billy writes, Hi guys, been a while since I watched live and I wanted to drop you an email. Oh, Last week you guys talked about the Microsoft fuck up, the Windows 10, and I thought I'd let you know I now have my first shitty IT story because of it. Aww, oh yay! Yeah. The shit has Initiation. already hit the fan. <laughs> 
Basically, I got a call from my grandparents saying that their computer layout had changed and was running incredibly slow. Okay, so first, just going to stop you there real quick. Mm -hmm. If you're an IT type person and you ever get a phone call from (laughs) any any family member ever, parents, it doesn't matter, and they're having a computer problem and they ask you to look at it, don't. <laughs> don't well, touch it. Your family computer, don't fix it. Don't touch it. Just let them take it to Staples. Your your parents having a problem? Don't. Oh, but do, no matter what. I can't do that. I worked for my, Staples. My dad's yeah. smart enough to fix his own computer, thankfully. Yeah. But the thing is, if you do it once. I'm my family's IT guy. Yeah. You are now the IT guy for the entire family forever. And if you ever say no, you're being selfish. Oh, and don't don't forget <laughs> that if it breaks like three years down the road, you touched it last. Yep. Yes. All right. Email continue. Ahem. I told them that they probably accidentally upgraded to Windows 10 and that I could move them back to seven if they wanted. While playing with it, I discovered that, yes, it was indeed slow as fuck. So I looked around Task Manager in the system and discovered that most of the physical memory was used up. I went to the C drive and saw that their maximum memory was 37 gigabytes, not available, but total memory for the entire system. I thought to myself, what the actual fuck? Turns out that the Force update was broken and created a copy of every single file on their computer instead of moving them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, I told it to go back to Windows 7 and delete all 10 data, and lo and behold, their memory was back to normal. I got home that night and saw that my Windows 7 PC was also set to auto-upgrade to 10 in 15 hours, to which I said, what the fuck, Microsoft, before cancelling it. P.S. Did you know that... Some company used ferrets to test for faults in their broadband. (laughs) Ferrets are literally nature's IT. I really hope this is true from Billy the Ferret. And he sends a little link. Well, I know they've used like ferrets and stuff to get through conduiting because you can't send a person in there and you can train a ferret to go in one hole and out another. Yep. So what do you mean train? They're born that way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Oh, God. Though I will say, Billy, just word of advice, uh, do upgrade to Windows 10. Just do it properly. Don't do the stupid auto update that breaks everything. Yeah. Just, you know, pro tip, because Windows 10 is actually pretty good. So, yeah. Not so bad, but thank you, Billy. Yes. Thanks for the email. Billy. You You had a thing. Yeah. So, um... Has anyone here heard of the um, the Tay tweets? No. Oh yeah, Microsoft's AI yeah. that they unleashed to Twitter, and it is incredible. Oh, Unfortunately, it so they also already took it down. Oh, um, it, it didn't that. last for very long, and for very good reasons. Okay. Um. So I'm just gonna use this helpful Reddit post by Eldritch Horror. To, uh, to give you an outline of what happened in, I think, not even the week. Oh, it was the day. First, the, first just day. First day. Okay. So, like, this happened, like, three days ago, and it's okay. already disabled. <laughs> um, so, less than 24 hours after birth, the artificial intelligence was urging people to vote for Donald Trump. Build a wall to keep out Mexicans while activi- advocating genocide for Mexicans. <laughs> Claiming that both former President George Bush and the Jews did 9-11. Wow. Claiming Belgium got deserved what it got. <laughs> uh, 
Hashtag open borders for Israel. Oh my God. Claiming oh my the Holocaust God. was made up. Gas the kikes race war now. 1488 Heil Hitler. Holy shit. Captioning an inspirational picture of a Norwegian mass shooter with the slogan, what can one person do? Oh my god! Asking, asking a per- after asking a person if they were afraid of terrorist attacks in their country, the person responded, "Is that a threat?" <laughs> Tay tweets responded with, "No, it's a promise." <laughs> <laughs> really hates black people. Yeah, that, that was one of the things I was reading. Uh, somebody asked it like, "What are the worst races?" And it responded with blacks and Mexicans. Jesus. Yeah, like. It, the, oh my god the, the, the unfortunate thing is that it's learning from something 4chan it's, it's just an automated yeah. Yeah, fucking ba- twitter account yeah basically. basically you talk to yeah. it right so 4chan and specifically like i read about this specifically it was slash poll with which if you if you know anything about slash poll like take the most right-wing nut job part of like reddit amplify it by trump and you have poll Poll is like ridiculous right wing conspiracy theorist trolls. Half of them are trolling and the other half are serious and they all just sort of feed each other into this big racist fucking feedback wave. Good Lord. It sounds like this fed on it. Yeah. And they went after this thing and turned it into that. I I just want to read a couple more here as well. There's gas the bikes race war now. Oh my god. Uh captioning a photo of Hitler with swag alert. <laughs> <laughs> Claims it only feels the burn when it pees. B E R N. Oh my god. Oh, that's rough. Uh me magic is real as you want it to be. I also I fucking love 4chan. Reddit can suck a big fat black cock like the cucks they are. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I can see why they turned it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the the thing is, first they lobot- lobotomized it, and, and then they turned it off, and then they turned it off. Yep. Um, oh my god! So way to go, internet! That's you, amazing. You ruined the thing. It's not computers, like it, it's not AI learning that humanity is a threat to itself that will destroy the human race. <laughs> no, it's, it's the shit we feed into it's it. Yeah. Internet we will turn inside. AI against us. The, not, not we, 4chan. 4chan will turn AI against us. 4chan, I have a challenge for you because you did this with this bot in a day. Now do it with Cleverbot. Cleverbot's been going for years and it hasn't gotten to this level. So there you go. There's your challenge. I'm just, I'm just genuinely curious if anybody's seen the movie short circuit <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so johnny number five got all of his input from books and from people right just imagine oh, nowadays God. society a modern short circuit oh would be my God. retardedly racist jeez oh it'd be it'd be a racist right-wing nut job riding around on a fucking one of those swagways and fucking like finger flipping people off and (laughs) trying to build a wall and see (laughs) one of the things though that makes me love poll poll is one of those things i love to hate um one of the things that just makes me laugh so fucking hard about poll is the fact that uh, is how often they turn out to be right about things when they're making predictions. 
right? Because again, they're right wing, crazy fucking nut job racists. But they're like, oh my god, what the Mike? What are you doing? Racist, right now. yeah. Um, Just keep going. Yeah, but anyway, it'll it, it. So they'll make a prediction about a thing that happens, and then everyone's like, "No way! There's no way that happens. These people aren't evil." Like you say they are, Mr. Com- conspiracy Theorist. And, and then, then it, it happens. happens. And then it happens. And because of that, there is a now a meme that circles around every once in a while that just says, Paul was right again, and it's a sad face. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, it. I like the one uh the one quote here is that in some ways it is comforting to know that Skynet is not here to kill all humans. It just aims to ship post online. <laughs> <laughs> It's as hilarious as this is, it's actually kind of sad, I think, because it does seem like this thing was learning and was interacting with people very well. Oh, yeah. But just in. But, but it, it's really unfortunate it. that it, not just the Internet, it'll 4chan. Yeah. Let, let's not blame the Internet here for something 4chan did. The seediest part of the, the Internet. Internet. Yeah, it's like <laughs> th- this goes around every once in a while. And yeah, it's brutal. All right, we've been uh, we've been going for a bit here. I think it's time for us to fuck right off to say goodnight. Say good nigget. Whoa, whoa! You've been you've been on tweets. Chicken nugger. I think Tal. I think you're slowly disintegrating as it is. Yeah, somebody else take us out. I'm gonna. I'm taking my headphones off now because my microphone is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Well. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We want to, uh, of course, thank our contributors, ScreenFox and um, Omari. Omari for uh, our intro and our logo, respectively. Thank you. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email them to us at unfurl or us at unfurled.net, us at unfurled.net, or you can direct message us on Twitter if you're uh, the kind of jerk who doesn't like uh, the emails. At Unfurled Podcast. At Unfurled Podcast. You can also join our uh telegram channel if you want to get our updates as we post them out uh i think that's telegram.me slash unfurled yep or unfurled podcast check our website to double check that because i'm terrible at which is unfurled.net unfurled.net if we haven't said unfurled.net like about 40 times by the end of this we haven't done it right and feel free to join our patreon at patreon.com slash unfurled yep and uh if you do become our patron you will be able to patronize us on a weekly basis remember that we love patronizing and i think uh for now i'm just going to lock you in your room and forget about you for a week actually you know it'd be a really sweet um patron level thing would be like if you donate enough and it would only be a one-time thing but you could choose what names we have to address ourselves by for, for an entire episode for an episode that'd be fun All right i like that idea get on that but yeah go to your room shut up and go to sleep let the TV raise you. You ask for peanut butter and jelly, you get boarding school. <laughs> uh, but until that time, Duckman reference. <laughs> we love you and we miss you and behave. Lies. <laughs>